Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be doing a follow-up on our last video on Mike Winger and the Bill Johnson Bethel controversy. And I do think it is a controversy how he's handled this situation. But in the last video, here's a spoiler alert. Uh, Bethel had Kenneth Copeland preach at Bethel Church. So Bill Johnson did that. Uh, Chris Vallotton did that. And according to Mike Winger, you know, the, the label false teacher and heretic is specifically reserved for people so obvious as Kenneth Copeland. Now, I think that the, that label is so obvious that it should be applied to Bill Johnson and the false prophet Chris Vallotton. And he disagrees. And he's attacked discernment ministries in the past on this issue. Uh, and he continues to do so on this issue. So it's very interesting. So uh, Anthony wrote an article about the inadequate critique of Bill Johnson and Bethel Church that Mike Winger provides, which will be the companion piece to what I'm doing here. And it's telling. It is a, you know, we also did a live stream on Ben Shapiro Christianity. And it was a satirical thing about someone, you know, who refuses to admit that they personally got an issue wrong and doesn't want to take corrective action to apologize for their role in spreading uh, false information or lies. You know, someone like Ben Shapiro is, as we speak, currently trying to gaslight his audience about how he did not peddle ineffective and unsafe needles. So Mike Winger is highly comparable to Ben Shapiro in regards to Bethel Redding and Bill Johnson. So we're going to be talking about that in today's video. Um, but first, because there is a but first, uh, don't forget to like the video and also subscribe to the channel if you are new. Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. Uh, we provide a lot more news articles than videos and podcasts. Uh, and there's a free newsletter that you can sign up for to bypass big tech censorship. That's in the link in the description below. Otherwise, if you really want to support uh, this ministry... Uh, you can head on over to our Patreon-like system at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. We built our own Patreon-like system because Patreon censors. So we don't want to get canceled now, do we? So anyway, let's uh, move on to our video of the day. Uh, so this is uh, Mike Winger's most recent video, Bill Johnson and, and Bill Bethel and Bill Johnson's Bridge to the new age and spiritual fakery. And this is an inadequate critique of Bill Johnson and Bethel because he doesn't really call them a false church or a false teacher or anything like that. He treats them as Christians who are mistaken in their beliefs, seriously mistaken. I don't want to, you know, take away what he has said that's positive, but he does fall short of calling them a false teacher. So we're going to listen to a couple clips here. This uh, this video is um, or audio if you're listening on podcast. This is not um, just an analysis of a book. This is an analysis of a movement. 
using their printed materials in order to understand what's going on with the movement. Um, Bethel Church is, is really more than just a church in Redding, California. It's a giant church movement that's impacting places all over the, all over the place. When I posted that I was going to do this video, there was a comment from someone saying, thank you for making this content. Bethel is having a huge impact in our, in our area in Norway. I mean, it's just really very, very broad, the impact they have. But sadly, and I do mean sadly, I don't rejoice in this. I don't take any joy in it. Um, I do believe and I'm convinced, and I'm going to give you the evidence as to why that the, the movement is building a bridge for Christians to head towards the new age, new age beliefs and practices, calling it Christian, um, but also self-deception more broadly, encouraging Christians to move towards self-deception in the name of Christ, in the name of prophecy. And I'm, I'm sorry to make this video. This is new information. I did a video on Bethel a long time ago <clears throat> where I talked about Bill Johnson and I evaluated his teachings. Um, and this is more information I didn't have back then. And I feel compelled to add to it. I would have been more harsh, um, uh, on, on Bill Johnson and on the Chris, uh, his, his, um, his prophet and, and the, the different teachings that are going on in this, in this area, uh, not hopefully overly harsh, but I would have been more harsh had I known what I know now. And I actually read this book a while back, but I, I just haven't found the time to make a review. So here's a review. So I want to be clear here. He was quite harsh to people who called him out on this. People who did know more. And one of the things that is uh, you can point out by looking in the comments section is that Mike Winger's audience seems pretty aware of the danger that Bill Johnson and Bethel pose. His audience is actually pretty glad that he's responding to this issue, even if he's doing so inadequately. Uh, and I do want to remind you about the Charles Spurgeon quote about the sermon. It's not about telling the difference between right and wrong. It's about telling the difference between right and almost right. And we got to keep that in mind here. And he's calling out a low-hanging fruit that is Bill Johnson. And I've discovered a lot of content that I think is very important to share. So um, this book seeks to build a bridge between Christians and the New Age woo, and it is called The Physics of Heaven. Um, it is endorsed by leaders, and we'll, we'll go through some of the endorsement and messages and stuff. We're going to go through the book thoroughly today, as well as a, another book written by the same author. Um, it's endorsed by um, uh, Bethel leadership, like Chris Vallotton or the... Um, <clears throat> The leader of Jesus culture, uh, whose name escapes me. I have it in my notes. I'll read it to you in a moment. Um, Bill Johnson contributes chapters to this book. Benny Johnson, his wife, who sadly, tragically recently passed away from cancer. She contributes chapters to this book, and they've definitely endorsed it. Judy Franklin worked at Bethel at the time she wrote this, and she is one of the go-to people for helping, according to Bethel and their style, their method, helping train others how to take trips to heaven and how to experience visions ultimately of their own making, uh, as well as in this book to move towards the new age. It's not good. It is. It's not good. So Judy Franklin is one of the authors. Um, Ellen Davis is another one of the authors. And we'll talk about all that stuff today. Um, how bad is it? Let me just say this. I say very soberly and seriously. Um, I would confront the if the authors were in, in a church that I was, you know, in a, in a position of leadership and I would confront them with it, the issues in this book. And then I would not let them fellowship at the church unless they repented. 
I would I would disfellowship them over these issues. Absolutely would. Instead, what Bill Johnson has done is he has lifted these authors up in this book up and he's presented it to others as a model of what to do, of how to do things. It's really, it's not good. So let's talk about the book. Let's go through it. Alrighty. So that's the first clip. And I feel like Man Ray right now. And I feel like a lot of people in discernment ministry feel like Man Ray right now. The fact that he's not going to call Bill Johnson specifically a false teacher um, because he likes to distinguish between false teaching and false teachers. He likes to make a giant chasm between the two. Uh, but I feel like Man Ray right now because he's talking all these things about how this is a false teacher. And if you know the meme, if you know the SpongeBob reference that I'm making here about Man Ray trying to convince Patrick that it's his wallet, I'm sure you've seen that meme somewhere on the Internet. And I feel like Man Ray right now because it's like, yeah, all this stuff has been known for years. We've been trying to tell you that he's a false teacher for years. And then you've attacked people for calling you out for defending Bill Johnson's teaching for years. And now you're admitting that this is false teaching, but you're not uh, saying that he's a false teacher for the level and severity of the false teaching that you are going to spend nearly two hours articulating. And then he's just Patrick Starr over there saying, it's not my wallet to complete the meme. So this is a little cringe inducing to watch uh, for someone who's in discernment, who's in Christian media. Uh, so I do want to hop on over to the article just to provide more context to the book. Um, so uh, Mike uh, Winger does admit that he should have been harsher on Bethel in the past, but falls short of calling Bill Johnson a heretic or a false teacher. Winger begins by addressing Bethel as a movement, not as a church that has built, that is building a bridge to new age practices and self-deception. Early on, he contends that he should have been harsher against Bethel had he known this information sooner. And again, who tried to tell him? Who tried to tell him this information? So in a uh, throughout the two-hour video... Uh, Winger focuses his analysis on a two on the 2015 book. This is a 2015 book. Uh, can we just highlight how long ago 2015 was? It was before Trump. Uh, I was a freshman in college. That's how long ago this was. And I'm pretty sure I wasn't bought into Bethel back then. But in any case, that was a long time ago. And he wants to say, you know, if only I had this information. Well, this information was available, bro. Uh, the Physics of Heaven by Judy Franklin and Ellen Davis with a foreword by Chris Vallotton, the false prophet. Uh, and again, there's chapters apparently written by a bunch of other people in the cast and characters uh, at Bethel Reading. So... In the world of Bethel, this book is not a recent phenomenon and has been widely criticized for its synergy of New Age teachings and biblical Christianity. Melissa Daughtry, and this is a key name that I'm going to bring up because Mike Winger has platformed her on several live streams. They've done several live streams together. 
uh, has and she has several videos criticizing Bethel's teachings, including on this book. And then on the book or on Amazon, the largest bookseller in the world, uh, 17% of the book's reviews are one stars with reviewers calling out the book's new age nonsense. None of this is a new is new substance, which is the first issue with Winger's corrective action. And, you know, we go on to kind of diagnose what exactly are uh, the teachings of, and practices of Bethel over the years. Winger will mention various New Age practices that Bethel has indulged over the years, including the counterfeit miracles, false prophecies, tarot cards, and fabricated visits to heaven throughout the video. Naturally, it begs the question why he defends Bill jo- why he defended Bill Johnson in 2022 when all these things were documented at the time. And furthermore, one of the things that Mike Winger does say in this video is he knew about this information for a while, but hadn't made a video about it yet. Well, then why did you attack more recently again in 2022? Cause he makes it seem like he's known about the stuff for like three years, but hasn't made a video about it. Um, in 2022, he would attack people like Tim Hurd and Doctrinal Watchdog. And, you know, shout out to Doctrinal Watchdog, by the way. Uh, then, you know, this exacerbates the problems with his defense of Bethel and Bill Johnson's Gospels. Uh, Evangelical Dark Web, uh, we did a live stream on this very topic of Mike Winger and his beef with Doctrinal Watchdog and Tim Hurd. We did a live stream on that. And it was pretty cringe, the the hoops that Mike Winger goes through to not call people false teachers unless they're Kenneth Copeland. Because I do believe it also includes defending people like Joel Osteen. So, uh, a lot of flaws with the setup here going on by uh, Mike Winger. So, we're going to go to our next segment that we're going to show which is significantly later in the video because, again, we're trying to try to keep this short enough. So we are going to jump ahead over an hour to where the plot thickens some. This is just such a distortion of Scripture. But this is because their desire for spiritual movement is more important than carefully handling the word of God. I was definitely not harsh enough against uh, Bill Johnson and, and, and the practices of Bethel, but that's because at the time I'd watched a bunch of his teachings and I shared what I, what I knew. This was years ago. I've actually said this for a few years now that I wasn't harsh enough. This is just the first time I've made a video where I'm really talking about it in detail. Um, um, but yeah, we, we, we like need I to, I, I'm not saying everybody at Bethel is not a believer. And many of you want me to say that. And I think that you're not thinking cl- clearly and carefully about this. I think the believers, there's unbelievers at Bethel, just like there's unbelievers at any, any place. Oh, rain's coming now. But the believers at Bethel, the ones who are believers, they need to confront. And if they can't change the practices, which I really doubt they can change it because it's entrenched as the DNA of the church, then they just need to leave. They just need to leave and, t- and take people with them who, who they can influence. It, it's a sad, sad thing. Um, sad, sad thing. 
So let's uh, point out a few things here. First, he makes a moral equivalency between, you know, false believers at, you know, a, let's just say an Orthodox church, right? False believers at a church that preaches orthodoxy versus false uh, believers at a church that preaches heterodoxy. That, that's not an equivalent situation uh, because the people at the heterodox church aren't really going to hear the gospel now, are they? And I do believe that there are believers that have been taken captive by wolves like Bill Johnson. And he's trying to say that you should work within the system and that you're likely going to fail, which is pretty predictable as far as an outcome goes. You are likely to fail working within the system at Bethel Church to try to reform its theology to become orthodox. You're just going to fail. And... Uh, that's not exactly the advice I would give. The advice I would give is find a new church or find a real church is probably how I would word that advice. Find a real church because Bill Johnson is a false teacher. Mark and avoid. Uh, that doesn't mean try to work through the system. If he's not a regenerate believer, there is no negotiating with him. And I don't think there's evidence to suggest that he is a regenerate believer. I think it's entirely on us to mark and avoid him so that we can warn other people about him. So these are just the things that are more biblical responses. This isn't a church that's still in the Southern Baptist Convention. This is a church that believes in false prophecies and visiting heaven. So our next clip will take us towards the end of the shenanigans here. My, my, my outro here in a second. In this chapter, here's a quote from page 163. Benny Johnson shares that God is issuing a clarion, a shrill and clear sound, calling us to venture into new realms, including realms of vibrations of heaven. You know, one critic on Twitter, I think, was like, Mike, why are you using this book? It's not even related to Bethel. They don't teach this stuff. It was just written by one person who happened to attend Bethel. And it's like, that is so far from the truth. It was like Bill's secretary, who he endorses fully, who he helped train in these things. And this is why Bethel... This is called a straw man. He's creating a straw man, which, yes, someone did actually make that argument. But wouldn't it be more... Uh, you know, useful to address a substantive argument because this literally has the forward written by the false prophet of Bethel. Like th th this is a stupid argument to even entertain. Uh, has again, experimented with tarot cards. Um, there's, there's, there's just a number of weird practices, psychic stuff, um, new age things, faith as a power, um, lasers, things like this, that are all fit under the umbrella of their general beliefs about how spiritual things should be done. Recently, Bethel had Kenneth Copeland come and speak at their church. Kenneth Copeland's a total heretic. Like he, I'll use the term heretic because he actually says things that are fundamentally um, counter to the truth of Christianity. Like you can't be a Christian and say that. You can't just be a Christian in error and say that. You can't even be a Christian and say that. Like, but Kenneth Copeland's been welcomed and spoken very highly of by Bill Johnson. Whatever's going on here, I would call them to repent 
That would be my encouragement was repent and we will embrace you and celebrate your repentance. But we don't want you having a teaching place in the body of Christ. Not, not with your track record of all the stuff that you've done. I would, I would say if you're part of Bethel, there's probably so many wrong things in your head now from the teaching you received that it would take years for you to unravel and unwrap those things. I'm not saying you need to be cessationist and, and deny the gifts of the spirit. I'm saying that you guys have been trained for as long as Bill has been there. You have been trained to use your imagination instead of the Holy Spirit, to initiate through your own will, fake spiritual things instead of responding to the initiation of God. And this is, this is not just something that happens. It's actually the training. It's considered the norm. It's considered laudable and, and something praiseworthy. Here's the conclusion. <clears throat> the book Physics of Heaven. Uh, let's just uh, break that down for a second here. Uh, I'm not done with this clip yet. But uh, he just said that Kenneth Copeland was a false teacher, a heretic, and he reserves that for him because of what he says no you know, Christian could say those things and even be in error. But Bill Johnson has said some pretty abominable things, like including saying that if you don't preach the prosperity gospel, you are anathema. He has said that. And that's not, you know, uh, so he's basically anathematized anyone who's not in the word of faith movement. So, which would include me, by the way, but that's not, uh, a bridge too far. Uh, Kenneth Copeland, whatever he said is a bridge too far. False prophecies are not a bridge too far. Tarot cards aren't a bridge too far. Visits to heaven aren't a real, a bridge too far. Supposed, but probably definitely fake resurrection stories aren't a bridge too far. What is a bridge too far? Other than what Kenneth Copeland said. And what exactly did Kenneth Copeland say to make him a bridge too far that doesn't make someone like Bill Johnson a bridge too far? Uh, a lot of issues with that. And then I think I, I do want to say something positive here because what his, his advice for the people leaving Bethel was good. It was good. It was sound. It was biblical to say, hey... You know, you guys need to be on ice. Uh, you guys should not be in teaching positions because you're going to have to get untrained in all of this nonsense that you've been taught by not false teachers. Like, yeah, again, he doesn't say that Bill Johnson's a false teacher. Um, he doesn't treat them as being rescued from a cult. He re he thinks of them as being, uh, I guess, better discipled now. There's no logical consistency here. And um, the practices at Bethel, they distort both science and scripture to get Christians to embrace new age religious teachings and practices and unbiblical, unscientific things. I would leave a church over this. Absolutely. I would leave a church, even though I'm, I would be very slow to leave a church. This is something I would leave a church over. Bethel's involvement is not incidental. It's not just they happen to have a weird book on their bookshelf. It's, it's with their support. It's their teaching. It's with their endorsements, many endorsements from different leaders. It's not instant incidental. It's instrumental that they're involved in this sort of thing. In my previous video on Bill Johnson, for those who saw that and respected that work, I was concerned that they encouraged spiritual fakery to achieve the appearance of revival and the work of God's spirit. This is an additional scary step because it adds into, well, that came just from you. It adds into it these other elements that actually are beliefs contrary to Christianity and opening the door to deception while promising people they can't be deceived. That's all. Um, let's...
So that's the end of it. Uh, and again, doesn't call Bill Johnson a false teacher, doesn't call him a heretic. And he does say that Bill Johnson is actively promoting this false teaching, not just passively going along with it, which is kind of what Peter did when he was confronted by Paul. Peter was falsely, he was going along with false teaching that he didn't even believe necessarily. Uh, and that's what, you know, Paul calls him out about. And there's a difference between these situations. Someone who's passively going along with false teaching because it's the current thing. We can save those Christians. We can disciple those Christians. Someone who's actively promoting false teaching and knows very well what he's doing. I mean, Bethel's building like multi-million dollar facilities here, a school of prophecy and ministry or whatever. So they know what they're doing. There's a huge difference, and he acknowledges the difference, but draws zero conclusions about said difference. I want to return to the article because there is a section that I want to point out, and that has to do with him confronting his critics. Uh, this video has over 140,000 views. And like I said in the beginning of the video, most of his audience already knows that Bill Johnson is a false teacher and that Bethel is a false church. His audience seems to know this because it's low-hanging fruit, right? Uh, but, you know, Mike Winger doesn't go so far. So here's a, co a YouTube comment by Teddy uh, with Faith that Mike Winger does respond to. So we're going to use this as an example because it's the example in the article. Mike, you need to apologize of misleading people back then, with Bethel video, many people warned you and told you about this, but you did not listen. Right now, you are saying you did not know about this, but it's actually because you did not listen. For example, Watchdog Channel, that's a reference to Doctrinal Watchdog. In that video, you said that they are true Christians, but just misled. Mike, come on. And in this video, he still pretty much maintains that position, albeit more aggressively. And here's how uh, Mike Winger responds. My entire previous video was a warning about Bethel. You seem to think that I went from endorsing them to not endorsing them. That's false. And that's not what he said. That's not even close to what he was thinking. Doctrinal Watchdog is about as accurate about me as Bethel is about miracles. Now, that's just, that's slander. And he should definitely repent of that slander. I openly admit I was not harsh enough. And here's the thing. When we talked about Doctrinal Watchdog versus Mike Winger, uh, we basically said more context makes this issue worse. You know, the, the truth is actually worse than what Doctrinal Watchdog pointed out in their video. The truth was actually worse than what Tim Heard was pointing out in his video. Because the context makes it worse. And then he says, uh, he continues, I openly admit I was not harsh enough. But he's still not harsh enough. Just want to be clear about that. But my criticisms were on point, and I don't need to repent for making a video exposing error. I am only sorry that I was not more harsh in the midst of it. But I didn't have the data I have now, so I couldn't respond to it. This is nuts. 
The data was available at the time you made the video. He is pulling a Ben Shapiro. So, I believe I already explained what uh, Ben Shapiro Christianity is. But there, there's a lot of high-profile Christian YouTubers that do this. Like, Alan Parr made a, his video about chewing the meat and spitting out the bones of false teachers and false teaching. Uh, this is not what the Bible teaches. And it is the duty of church leaders to warn against false teaching and false teachers. Because are, is there false teaching in the church if not for false teachers in the church? And the answer is possibly... But more likely, no, uh, because God raises up false teachers to test the discernment of his people. That's why false teachers exist. They are God-ordained instruments to test the church. That is why they exist. Go to Deuteronomy 13. Um, and while he's sarcastically dissing uh, doctrinal watchdogs and inaccuracy, Accuracies as equivocal to Bethel's ministries, it must be noted that he is on the record that he believes some of the miracles and prophecies at Bethel at Bethel were legitimate. So he's actually a hypocrite in this regard, or that he's still, you know, he says that he drops that slander, but has a, is still on the record, you know, having said in the past that their miracles and prophecies were legit. Overall, uh, this should be considered a step in the right direction, Anthony writes, and I'll agree, this is a step in the right direction. Is it a sufficient step? No. Is it an adequate step? Not really, because again, there's not really a repentance of the slander and error that he did commit. Um, Winger is incomplete in his repudiation of Bethel. Uh, for his viewers, he should acknowledge the dangers and confusion of his prior stance on Bethel, his prior stance on Bethel conveyed, and then move on to Joel Osteen. This refusal to admit wrongdoing is all too commonplace nowadays. Many persist in refusing admission of wrong pertaining to COVID and the vaccines. Ben Shapiro infamously came out against uh, the jabs in October of 2022, well over a year after the data had already proven the ineff ineffic inefficacy and dangers. Just like Winger, Shapiro cited new information that led to a change of mind, Anhart, of which the data in question was neither novel nor inaccessible. Mike Winger is practicing that uh, which we satirically dubbed Ben Shapiro Christianity. For this, he should apologize and be receptive of criticism going forward. And that is how we'll do it here at Evangelical Dark Web. And again, this is a right step for Mike Winger. But again, he's not admitting that he was wrong in attacking people who called him out on this very issue that he's now saying the same, some of the same things that they were, that they are, they were saying then. So this is Ben Shapiro Christianity to a T. So my name's Ray. This is the Evangelical Dark Web. If you like the content, subscribe if you stuck around this long. Otherwise, let me know what you think about what I think in the comment section below. Drop the like button on your way out. Have a blessed day and we will catch you on the next one.